Welcome to the FX Money Show podcast. FX Money Show podcast. Where your host, Nick, uses his 30 years of experience to demolish the FX markets while exposing the how, why, and when of Forex in front of your eyes. So take the foggles off, subscribe and share with your most trusted friends. Pet the cat. Yes, I said pet the kitty cat. Choose some gum and put the headphones on the bone dome. Time is money. And this is the FX Money Show. Okay, all right. Uh, good morning. Hey, Cody. Svenja. Joel. What's up? Hey, Joel, are you still... Um, uh, you still have willingness to show uh, your missus what you're doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, good times. Feeling proud. Good, good, <laughs> good times, good times. And, and Svenja, how's your confidence today? Five <laughs> percent? Oh, it's, it's perfect. It's, no, no, no. I'm actually uh, at 15% already. So 15%. Yeah, that's and and where did this? Uh, okay, so I, I full disclosure, um, you're, you're on a demo account, but where did this demo account start in equity? Uh, it's uh, started on, on 35,000. And what is it now? Uh, well, I just switched <laughs> because I'm testing different ones. But, I mean, uh, let me just. Well, one second. Let me let me just get you the the figures. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Sorry. All right. Yeah. And because so, I'm 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 currently in some trades. That's why. I'm, oh, okay. Like, uh, take I'm your not... take your time. Do what you got to do. Um, yeah. Alex, yeah. Alex, you're making dinner from Bikini Bottom. I think he's making. That's it. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, it, I'm making it. What are you What are you cooking? Uh, rice um chicken. So, yeah, exactly. Pollo. Pollo. Pollo, right? Pollo, pollo. Pollo, pollo. Pollo. Arroz con pollo. Arroz con pollo. What is arroz? That's rice. Oh. Rice. I guess I didn't hear the first part. The rice and chicken. All right. And Cody, you traded a little bit already. Cody, Cody, he's listening. Yeah. Yep. And you, yeah. and you, uh, did you trade any more than the two and a half percent or? Yeah. 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 So I'm at like three and a half, you know? Um, but yeah, I use, uh, I use pretty strict, uh, leverage with mine. 10 to one, no more, just keep okay. it, uh, keep it simple. So three okay. and a half is, uh, pretty good. All right. Um, good time. So, yeah, so here, here's the joke. So a kid goes into a pharmacy, right? And, you know, he's like 16 years old. And he uh, he goes up to the pharmacist. He's looking around behind them. Nobody's peeking. And he goes up to the pharmacist and he says, <clears throat> I need one condom. And the pharmacist says, what? He says, yeah, just one. And he says, one condom. I don't know if we have singles. You get a pack of three. He says, no, I just need one. I'm going to my girlfriend's tonight, and we're going to sneak away after dinner. And um, and this will be the first time for her, first time for me. I just want to be safe. He says, well, that's good thinking, that, you know, safety is good. So 
the the pharmacist says, wait a second, I think we do have some some freebies that we can give away uh, in the storage room. So he goes back to a little storage closet. He comes back and says, here you go, put this in your pocket. No charge. He goes, thanks. So the kid is walking away. He's almost to the door of the pharmacy and he runs back. He says, wait a minute. My girlfriend's sister is really hot. I might need one more. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So so the pharmacist says, you go, kid. (laughs) You you go. He, He says, hold on a second. And he comes back and he says, take two just in case. And the kid says, yeah, because her mom is really hot, too. And and the pharmacist says, oh, boy, you're in for a night of fun. He says, yeah, we got to go to dinner, and then I think we're going to be able to break away after dinner. So um, he goes to dinner, right? He he knocks on the door. The girlfriend invites him in, introduces him him to the mom. Um, And he's seen the mom before. He's seen the sister before, but this is kind of a first formal dinner. So they sit down at dinner, the dad sits down, and right away they go into their prayer, and, um, you know, they say grace, and after the prayer is over, you know, the boy is just still, still, you know, he's got his head down, his hands are, you know, folded, and he's still saying more prayer. And his girlfriend says, hey, Joey, I didn't know you were so religious. And he says, I didn't know your dad was a pharmacist. (laughs) Oh, gee. Oh, my gosh. Svenja is in the group, so let's just apologize to Svenja. <laughs> Sorry, Svenja. Sorry, Svenja. Sorry. Uh, my condolences. Here, here, let me let me properly say I'm sorry to you. That doesn't work? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, I yeah, thought but... you would have, like, practiced over the weekend or something, but no. Um that is practice. I practice. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm so just... Maybe a little more. Oh, well, I told you before that I play a radio and it goes out of tune. You know, so... I, be- I believe it. <laughs> yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, instruments are hard, you know. Don't don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, no. So, um, uh, anyway, I, I got into um, a little bit of a, a conversation with somebody in a smart money concept group again this morning or at least it continued from last night anyway um and it's just absurd it's absurd the levels of insanity that some of these people put themselves through you know and it, and i i get it because it's you know it's such a complex market all right i get it it's a complex market but they're not they're not willing to invest the time to actually work and grind it out, you know, in themselves. And they think that they're going to, you know, be consistently profitable. And it's even, I mean, nowhere even remotely close to consistency. Consistency is not 55% accuracy every single day. That's risk because as soon as you have one trade that goes against you, you're done. You know, you're done and you've given up a day's return or maybe even more than that. You know, and we've all experienced that. But it, it, it's just absurd the level of, I mean, there, there's probably, I don't know, 20 or 30 people that are laughing at some of the stuff that I'm saying. And it's not because I'm being stupid. It's just because they've never seen it. 
they've never seen that level of granularity. And to expose that granularity or that microstructure um, in a dynamic sense it is just completely new. It's completely new to them, so... Yeah. Out there picking fights already, huh? I guess. Yeah. 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 Not intentionally picking fights, just you know, because know. because these people that I, you know the the ones that I you know start you know barraging back and forth with, are the ones that are teaching people. All right. So how many charging. you know? He's got several thousand. To teach that. What's that? So and charging to, to yeah. teach as well. You know, and Alex went through this, and, you know, I'm sure Liam went through some of it, and Joel tried some of it, and you tried some of it. Everybody tries it, you know, parents too. You know, everybody, everybody tries the nonsense, but if you don't, you know, if you don't focus on what causes the market to move, how do you know to follow vague price action? You don't. And price action is vague until you understand why it's changing direction. You know, or why the candle's changing direction. Whether it's a swing high, swing low shifting direction on a bigger picture. Or even the microstructure of this current candle breaking lower than its prior low or above the prior high. If you don't understand that, what are you doing? You know, and I'm certainly not trying to be a dick, but I guess if that's my if that's my <laughs> approach, you know, then I'm I'm hoping that, and it does usually it it does grab some good attention from somebody that is you know looking for something different. I mean, it, Alex, you know, Alex. Um, uh, in Bikini Bottom, has um, you know he saw something different from from Reddit, I think. Yeah, from Reddit, and it made sense. You know, but again, or as a first statement, ninety five percent of traders are losing consistently, and those ninety five percent are the ones that are you know arguing with me against what I'm you know arguing against what I'm saying. So the statistics are pretty consistent. They will constantly lose, you know, and, and not have a clue how the market moves. You know, the, I, I posted a, a screenshot of the last 30 candles with sentiment on the candles, you know, in, in that discussion. And the guy who the guy who says he knows what he's doing says, I don't understand this. And you know what yeah. I said? It's jazz. You wouldn't. <laughs> did you? No, I did not say it, but I thought about it. Um, but but he's the guy that's teaching, and he's got, you know, whatever, a few thousand people. But he's teaching flawed approaches. So the number of people that reach out to me and say, um, are, are you serious when you say this? I say, yeah, I'm not wasting my time. It's just retail traders have never seen any sort of transparency. Transparency being able to see, the ability to see through the market and understand not just that prices are moving, but why they're moving. 
And it's all for foreign exchange. It's certainly volumes and equities and indexes and everything else. But there's still transparency there. But in foreign exchange, there is a, a, a thousand times, uh, maybe a hundred times more transparency. Because we can see the bigger picture across all the indexes, as well as that microstructure of leading sentiment. And knowing that that leading sentiment is a product of all of those indexes. That is why the exchange rates move. Because you're not just looking at intermarket analysis. You're not just looking at the volume. You're not just looking at you know the, the indexes crossing or the cross rates changing direction with you know cross market analysis. It's everything. You know, from flow traders tick frequency. It's everything. You know, so but that but that's a level of transparency that retail traders are apparently, as of this morning, apparently afraid of. Because he said it was hurting his eyes, you know. And I responded, and I said, that's just because you don't see or don't understand how the markets really move. And you're teaching from a very static level. Hold on just a second. And if you're teaching from a static level, you cannot stay dynamic and you're subject to the whipsaws of price action. Kind of always looked at uh, price action or smart money com concepts as a, uh, well, not always, but in the, like the past few years anyway. Uh, it's like um, trading an efficient market inefficiently yeah well that's exactly what it is it, it it's like not that you know and and for those who have eyesight problem i have eyesight problems because i've been sitting in front of monitors for a few decades but um it, it, it's like a blind man on a racetrack yeah you know and and you can find the curbs you can find the curbs of the road and eventually stay on track as long as you're going slow enough and you don't, you know, blow your account out. But, you know, try and go fast. Efficiently, forget it. Yeah. yeah. I, won't, uh, I won't name names. Uh, okay. ICT. Um, but um, I, uh, this uh, group or this person is, from what I understand, has been around for quite a while. And once uh, once the word gets out that it's garbage, enough of his uh, yeah. um, followers or whatever fail, he rebrands. Yes. Uh, he does it over and over again. Yes. So it's, um, yeah. it's unfortunate. So I did feel bad for him at first. I'm like, oh, you know, he just doesn't know. He knows, this, this person. He knows. I don't feel bad for him anymore. Like, yeah, well, you're, you're a jackass. Yeah. Jackass, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. oh, jackass. You said jackass. Um so oh, oh. oh boy. Um but you know it, it, one of like one of his videos he talks about um market making. Right? Mm -hmm. I know market making intimately because I built platforms that streamed into EBS and Reuters and Bloomberg and, and you know, Hotspot and Integral and Lava and all those platforms, right? And I know volume because I streamed liquidity 
into all of those platforms, cross market making, cross market making because it, which is sorry, looking at the inside prices of say the combination of maybe a Reuters price uh, versus a price that's on another hub of Currentx, and then recognizing that that 32.3, 32.5 bid ask spread is is a tight range. I can then go over to Integral and place a bid at 31 or thir uh, at 32, right? So then if it does get hit, I can cross the market and go to say the current X bid of, you know, 32.3, 32.5 and make that spread. Um, so, but that's not something that, well, the, the ICT, he, he, in his market making video, he tries to explain how, you know, market makers are connected to, you know, to streams and, um, how it's the central banks. I mean, he actually said this in his video. It's the central banks that stream all the prices. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he says it. It's one of his bullet points. Is that all the, the the pricing comes from the central banks and market makers are moving around that price. Um, no, that's not how it works. You know, it's called a freely floating exchange rate. And when market makers sense economic exposure they pull their their bids or offers and the markets move until they find a level of comfort where they go back in and start to place bids and offers again but aggregating that volume from all of the institutional venues of ebs reuters bloomberg kernex hotspot you name it you know aggregating their volume you know it as a requirement requires or, or a requirement of aggregating the volume and streaming into those venues is the requirement to submit both a bid and an offer. So that goes into a level or a deeper level of transparency, recognizing that, all right, that means that if buyers are intent or traders streaming liquidity are intent on being buyers, that means their asking price is completely nonsense. And they're going to skew it off market so it does not get executed on because they are intent on being a buyer, right? So you've got to scrub that liquidity. You've got to scrub those volume levels, you know, in the limit order books, you know, so that means that we've got to take a lot of volume off the table because it's just nonsense orders, you know, intentionally off market has no bearing, but you know, ICT, you know, he says this is how institutions connect. And he says it's the central banks that make the stream or something like that. The central banks that make the stream and the market makers are bouncing around. And that's just hogwash. Hogwash. So it's, it's quite clear that he has never had any institutional experience. And that's not a bad thing. But if you're going to try and talk about institutional you know, knowledge, you better know what the hell you're talking about. And if you don't, get the hell out of the way. Because you're just hurting yeah. people. Maybe not teach it and charge people. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, I wouldn't. I, w I would never dare to teach people about market making and all that. I, I, I've never done it, you know? I don't know. Yeah, it's so, just yeah, it's, it's a little ridiculous. It's, now I'm all mad. Yeah, yeah. Our, um, Monday morning, I'm all pissed uh, off. Pull, pull off pirates. Uh, Sven, are you done with your? Arr. Yeah, pull, uh, Sven, are you done with your? Yeah, 
No, I'm still trading. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but but yeah, no, no, I actually calculated and I am currently at 6% profit. Okay. So, yeah. for, I mean, for that's, that's a, nice. a few hours, how long ago did you trade today? Yeah, how long uh, did you trade? Like, uh, about an hour. Yeah, that's an hour and a half. So uh-huh. It's pretty cool. I mean, that's uh, that, uh, to, to, to be fair, that's, that's uh, something that I would pretty much consider to be great. Uh, I mean, I, I cannot expect every day to be like twenty-seven percent or something. Yeah, um, well, as you're, you know, as you merge or transition uh, into, um, you know, a, a production account or you go the route of um, funding, then, you know, then you then what you'll do is you'll scale back your leverage, you'll be a little bit more conservative, and with the benefit of you know, if it is you go the route of funding, the benefit of a larger amount of capital and say a qualification period will give you a tremendous amount of confidence because you know the returns now, you know they're they're sizable, they're exorbitantly strong, right? Um, but as you get into those larger amounts of capital, you pull back the amount of leverage, you become a little bit more conservative because I think you're doing twenty to one from our conversation the other day. And that might be a little bit heavy, might be a little bit heavy. And, um, um, but you're, you're, you're on a solid track, you know, I guess the end of the day, you're on a solid track. So, but you'll pull back a little bit on your leverage. You don't need to be so strong on the percentage, um, and be consistent at, you know, 2%, 3% a day. You'll, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, and, and you'll, yeah, and you'll, you'll do well. You'll do well. Right. A two, three percent a day turns into a lot of money. So yeah, it's a ton of money. It's it's a ton. It's a ton. I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, I will. Um, I'm gonna you know get back to work here and uh, got a couple things to do for um, X Flow. A little bit of focus there. Um, and then uh, a little bit on another project, but uh, we'll catch you all later. And uh, thanks for joining. Cheers. Bye-bye. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Bye. Bye. You've just listened to an episode of the FX Money Show, where every day Nick discusses analysis that drives traders' confidence through the roof. Subscribe to the podcast, enjoy the show, and discover your inner trader. The service of the FX Money Show is to provide foundational educational content to trading listeners of foreign exchange and other financial markets. Anything expressed in the FX Money Show by its producers or guests is educational in nature and in no way constitutes advice. You must understand the risks associated with trading financial products and use only capital you can afford to risk. (laughs) 